Top of the morning to you, and welcome to another episode of The Godfather Part 2 Minute. <laughs> Are you wiping out? <laughs> Smaller piece. <laughs> anyway, my name is Alex Robinson. My name is Andy Robinson. And today we're talking about minute number 82 of The Godfather Part 2. Someone's living in the past, Alex. Part 3? Is it 83? Part 3? <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's 83. 83, 83 of The Godfather Part 2. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah. that's right. I was just seeing if you were paying attention. Uh-huh. It was good. You were Got sharp. Yeah. Okay, good. Did so. I pass your test? <laughs> you made uh-huh. you drink. You can't give me a, a test like that from a mile away. You got to get it right in my face and boom, <laughs> drop the question from 50 on kilometers away. <laughs> did, did, you, did you look up? Oh, anyway, we'll I did, yeah. Okay. I, will, I will answer that in the We Asked, We Answered section All phase right. of the podcast, Alex. I have a question for you. How do I say minute number 83 in uh, in Italian? Are you sure you don't want to learn how to say minute 82 in Italian? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> 82. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome. I just listened to last week's episode. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I think so. your retention is, is only one week. <laughs> so you'll, you can only remember the previous one. Yeah. Alex, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. 83. 83. That's pretty easy. It's straightforward. 80 plus 2. It's pretty straightforward. You mean 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Uh, what you got? Give us the summary. Well, minute number 82, Hyman Roth, the jolly geriatric, celebrates his birthday with a rooftop party, including a cake. Mm. As the enormous pieces of cake are given out to the ravenous capitalists, the birthday boy explains how fortunate he is, how fortunate they all are, mm. to have a setup as swanky and friendly as, they want, as the one they do in Cuba. Mm. And, uh, yeah, this minute... What did you call them? The ravenous... Ravenous capitalist. The ravenous capitalist. Or I thought you meant the jolly geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was thinking of like the hungry, because they're rather hungry for cake. Like the hungry, uh, it doesn't work. Oh, the the mobilized mafia, mafiosi. Mm. The, uh, the munchy mafia. Oh. <laughs> the, the munchy mafia. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> It's a real kind of like stoner, like Spencer's Gift t-shirt. Are they all gangsters, you think, on the roof? I mean, I see Sam Roth. I see, well, there's at least one bodyguard. Yeah. Right? Well, who did you think they were? I don't know. I didn't know if it was some of the other business people or or if there were other straight people there. You're right. It's probably all gangsters. This is probably like the... the, Yeah. Because they're all being deferential to Roth, which would imply that they're at least most likely on the criminal side or involved in enough crimes where they're like honorary gangsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Klingman. That's a good question though. At yeah. what point do do the gangsters like how much do they interact with the uh the more mainstream the yeah. quote cleaner industrialists? Yeah. Huh. Right. We'll ask. We'll answer. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just see how many of them are at Johnny's at the New Year's at seeing Superman and stuff. How many mm-hmm. of them are, are at that thing? So anyway, yeah. though, then it got proof, not proof because Pat, Senator Pat Geary's there and 
we've established he's not a gangster. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. he's not on this rooftop. No, no. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so what you got for the minute? It's well, the one minute. thing is this, is, this is, yes, one of the biggest, one of the, mm-hmm. um, one of the biggest and swankiest minutes we got. It's pretty much a monologue by uh, Hyman Roth, except for a little introduction, little, in, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Interruption, interruption. by uh, by Johnny Ola. Mm-hmm. This is not for many years. <laughs> Are we going to analyze each of these lines? How how do you want to do this? Because well, it is a monologue. Yeah, I was going to basically break it down. Let's oh, break great. it down. Let's break it down. I have here on my phone every the whole this whole section. That oh, excellent! Does. Good, because oh, I transcribed some of it too. Okay, be better if you can read it. Yeah. So he says, "Well, I didn't do the part about the. Did you? Is it about the friendship and all that? No, not like, really. Friendship. Basically, Hyman Roth is, is 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 the, the 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 prologue to this. Yeah, this monologue is mm-hmm. that Hyman Roth wants to give back what he has earned to the over all these years to yeah. his friends to yeah. uh, to award them for their <laughs> friendship and to make things sure run thrown smoothly after he's gone. Yeah." Not for many years. Here, here, yeah. <laughs> so he says, well, well, we'll see. <laughs> the doctors would disagree, but what do they know? Do, <laughs> do does, does everyone uh, dislike doctors? They all chuckle at that. Right. But I mean, does everyone in real, in life, like, get annoyed by doctors and things like that? Would a doctor hearing this, watching this movie, be hurt by Heinrich Roth's comment? Or is it just oh, well, part of two the different course? questions. Okay. I think... I don't think everyone dislikes doctors. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, let's find out who your doctor is. Then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't go to doctors. I, I don't trust them. Yeah. I didn't say. I didn't say. I, I didn't like them. I said I don't trust them. <laughs> Just like your father. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't dislike doctors. He didn't. Tr- he respected doctors. <laughs> no, no. He 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 worked with. He worked with doctors. He, he respected doctors? But he didn't trust doctors? He didn't trust doctors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, obviously we know Hyman Roth does not trust doctors, no, especially if they not. don't speak English. So. Well, and maybe he's right. He's he's outlived, like Johnny Ola said earlier in the yeah. movie, he's outlived a lot of his colleagues. That reminds or me. That, I, you we don't dis- buy that? Well, we discussed it last week, exactly mm-hmm. how old is Hyman Roth in yeah. relation to the other mobsters. And, um, I mean, I guess you're right. Because, like, I was going to say, I looked it up and Barzini is, was roughly the same age. But, of course, Barzini was, got killed. Yeah. So, it's not like he was, you know, I guess it is part of it that there aren't that many old ones around. Because death, natural or otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, what do they know, these doctors? Yeah. Do you think that's why he's I'm not that Mikey says he's been dying for the same heart attack for twenty years because he doesn't trust doctors? Oh, maybe I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. a different time too. Doctors that seems didn't. like it'd be a good way to if you were a mobster trying, you could get to the doctor who treats one of your rivals mm. and say, next time you're going to inject them with this. And, oh yeah, maybe yeah. that's why they don't like doctors because they're. You need them, mm. but they're out of your yeah. locus of control. Yeah, well, and they tell you, have... you, and they tell you what to do, which mm. I don't think those the, yeah. those pesavasantes, uh, yeah, doctors. So let's look at your other question, which is: Would would any doctors hearing this be insulted or yeah. sad? They stand up and walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think doctors God, understand that some people, people don't listen to them, yeah. don't trust them. Do you? Uh, I remember when I was uh, <laughs> when we were growing up in Yorktown, New York, and we went to our dentist, Doctor Forbes. Don't look for him; he's not there anymore. And I asked him if I think because Little Shop of Horrors had just come out, mm-hmm. and if you recall, that movie has a scene with Steve Martin as a sadistic dentist. Yeah, and I asked him if that kind of stuff bothered him. Oh my gosh, what did he say? Um, he said, well, he doesn't, he, he knows people don't like going to the dentist, yeah. and, but he said the only thing he doesn't like about it is that if there was a kid who was afraid to go to the dentist, this would confirm the fact that like, I just, he just didn't want kids to be scared to go to the dentist, oh, you know, by watching Little Shop of Horrors, or, yeah, how they're portrayed, yeah, the there. stereotype of dentists being cruel, like he's like, that's what I, I that's the only reason oh. I don't like it. Not because I feel like oh. people aren't going to trust me, but just because I don't want kids to not that's, go to the that's dentist. That's a thoughtful answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was good. Good. I thought you were going to say, when you say, hey, Dr. Forbes, how do you feel about the the dentist in Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. he would respond with, <laughs> and then he would wipe out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, wow. That's, that was very. How old were you when you asked the dentist? That? Must have been a teenager. That's pretty, pretty mature. Oh, thanks. Just ask that. <laughs> it just seems like a question of teen. I don't know. If a teenager asked me that as a professional, yeah. I would be impressed. That do you? How do you feel that. about if the stereotype of teachers being like mean and and oh, teachers also very controversial? You know, yeah. a lot of people don't like teachers. Yeah, and I know you're not technically a teacher anymore. I mean, I, you know, it's I don't feel as bad about the teacher misrepresentation. Yeah, because everybody has experienced teachers. That's true. It's yeah. not like they're going to be biased one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. 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 Are teachers more frequently portrayed as villainous? I feel like there's a mix of folks. You've got the seriously, the stand and delivers. That's true. On the one the hand, you have, the, you have the inspirational people leading the yeah. inner city youths out of, mm-hmm. out of poverty. But I feel like there's also a lot of, you'll mess with the bull, you'll get the horns. And, yeah. you know, like... Maybe that's more principles. Principles are definitely always bad guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the definitely. crusty old dean and uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so teachers. I guess run the spectrum. You yeah, got everything from Miss Crabtree to uh, to, uh, to uh, some Jaime um, Escalante. Who's from Stand and Deliver? Oh, Stand and Deliver. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just met someone on Friday who was a student of his in that calculus class. Did you ask How him about well? the movie? Uh, she, she was talking and she, she made some comments publicly. She was, uh, oh, so you didn't give me one of the presentation. I didn't personally okay. interact yeah. with her, but yeah. yeah, it was just really interesting. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think Hyman Ross trust, uh, trusts doctors. Yeah. Um, what's the next line? So what do they know? Mm-hmm. These are wonderful things we've achieved here in Havana. And there's no limit to where we can go from here. Do you think he prepared this or just just off the cuff? I made a note in my notes that he, this comes across as so real. This delivery, Uh he has pauses in very strange places. (laughs) He's very peculiar. uh, Yeah, but it comes across, it's it's a little awkward, but it comes across as not prepared and not an actor actor delivering lines. Yeah, Lee Strasberg says, these are wonderful things that we've achieved in Havana. As he's <laughs> sitting too, so yeah. he's kind of moving, and yeah. I think that interrupts his his yeah. Uh, flow. Yeah, 
You get a good shot of Sam Roth leaning on his shoulder. A whole and, lot and, of and, Sam uh, Roth. Yeah, well, that's a, what did you make of Sam Roth there? Um, he seemed a bit, um, to use a fancy word, he seemed a bit obsequious. To use yeah. a cheaper word, he seemed kind of like an ass kisser. Huh, like okay. he's really leaning into Hyman Roth and like nodding and smiling huh. the whole time. So I don't know. It, it's hmm. it's interesting viewing the Sam Roth, who I I think we said is the younger brother of Hyman Roth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting contrasting that with like Fredo, mm-hmm. who do you think it's just because he's younger, or as Fredo was older, so he kind of expected. Yeah, maybe that's. He sees it as an insult that Mikey is there and not him, as opposed to Sam Roth, who's like, "Well, my and and Hyman Roth is the one who built it too. He's Hyman Roth didn't have it handed to him by his uh, by his father. He by his father. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So he could understand. I guess Sam Roth is right to be respectful of Hyman Roth. Yeah, Sam does look quite a bit younger. You think Hyman Roth? I mean, Hyman Roth looks very old. He's white haired. He's frail. He's very thin. Yeah, yeah. I guess Sam (laughs) Roth. Sam Roth being the brother, I mean, we assume he's accepted his station in life. Yeah. He's probably has a great life. Yeah. You know, being the younger brother of a crime boss is great. You probably get all the perks without the responsibility. I guess it really depends. Because I could also see, it depends on what the, your role is. And it will depends on the nature of the boss. If, mm-hmm. you know, if, if your older brother is a jerk and he's mm-hmm. constantly giving mm-hmm. you the, uh, terrible jobs to do and stuff like it's evening or always busting your balls because you know you're like mooching off of the older brother then i could see how it so it's like teachers it could really go either way it depends on the nature of yeah uh uh, were there any younger brothers in like i'm trying to think of like the sopranos or anything Hmm. and any other mob stuff yeah uncle joel good good fellas i don't know Hmm. i don't remember any siblings yeah yeah anyway yeah so, uh, <laughs> we've, it's, uh, these are wonderful things we've achieved here in Havana. And There's no limit to where we can go from here. I love that. The kind of government, this kind of, this kind of government knows how to help business to encourage it. So, anything about that? Yeah. <laughs> Very pro- Republican, like. Yeah, definitely. Pro-business uh, attitude. Pro-business, low, regular, little regulation. Yeah, yeah. It does make you wonder from this point of view, what if Cuba had worked out for them? Mm-hmm. Would it? What would it be like? It's kind of this unfettered expansion of vice of the vice industry. Would it have just become a party island? Yeah, now, I wonder. You know, here, forty, fifty, sixty years later. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of like. Well, I well. I feel like uh, have you been to the Caribbean like islands and stuff much other the than Central Cuba? American the the Caribbean coast of Central America which I think is similar but I haven't been to the Bahamas or Jamaica we've been to a few um, things there and they all they're the one thing that's always like kind of depressingly in common is that there, there's these swanky resorts and stuff mm-hmm. but then when you're driving from like the airport to the swanky resort mm-hmm. you see all like the cruddy conditions that the locals yeah. live in so mm-hmm. i guess cuba would probably be like that it would be yeah. like a bunch of swanky resorts with gambling and stuff and then uh, uh poverty and then poverty for the, the yeah. people who actually live there yeah oh gosh um yeah so I guess in some of the places it kind guess, of did work, did work out for uh, for them. Yeah, and I guess from Hyman's perspective, it is a good business model because they're growing. 
That was his newspaper column, wasn't it? Hyman's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to bring back the Godfather newsletter. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. Extra, extra. <laughs> Friendly government set up. Extra, extra. Johnny Ola burns his hand on cake sparkler. <laughs> no, no, what do you put? No calamine lotion on the island. <laughs> that was the first thing the president outlawed was the, oh. <laughs> no count of my notion in the casino the this government bowl. this government knows how to <laughs> encourage agricultural products to uh, bombs and salves to cure light burns <laughs> not bombs not bombs oh don't say that with a sparkler in the cake <laughs> poor choice of words yeah. uh, the kind of well, government well, <laughs> hey, before you go on when uh, rewinding a little bit when when Hyman Roth says, oh, the doctors, they disagree, but what do they know? Mm-hmm. It it cuts to Michael, and he, 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 he doesn't chuckle, but he grins. Yeah. Which is, I thought it was an interesting time to cut to Michael, and it just got me wondering, connecting Michael's assessment of Hyman's health. <laughs> and is he laughing? Why is he laughing? Why mm-hmm. is he chuckling? Is there any particular reason he does at this point? I think he is. Uh, I think he's just smiling at whatever jokes that yeah. you know, whatever jokes Simon Roth says. Yeah. So at this point, do you think? <laughs> I think I think they already all know that he's been dying from the same heart attack, and that's why Mikey laughs. No, no, no. And no, that's no. why it's funny now. He just chuckles. <laughs> yeah. But later, he's just he's pissed off because he really needs to get rid of Roth. <laughs> well, so at this point, is his plan to kill Roth? He doesn't know. Oh, well, that's what I mean. Does is well, he know he. Oh, he knows. He knows yeah. Hyman Roth is. He suspects Hyman Roth is trying to kill he him. He just didn't know how he got to him. But is he didn't he, know. He doesn't know Fredo is the traitor yet. So with that bodyguard that's standing right there, is the does he think of like well tonight he, bodyguard's going to kill Hyman Roth? Is it the same night? Is it New Year's Eve? Did we figure that out? I, well, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe might be. What a day. Yeah, wow. action-packed. <laughs> well, the Godfather Minute Wiki says that Hyman Roth's birthday is December 31st. Mm. So it's the same day. But but I, I don't know if they're doing that just because we're seeing his birthday and they are they are saying that it is December. Like, I don't know where, where that is confirmed that it's December oh. 31st. Is the Godfather Wiki not confirmed information? I mean, it's like any Wikipedia. It's done by... Any, any, uh, it's not like Paramount or Mario Puzo is checking oh, okay. and updating it or yeah. whatever. It's just, you know, it's just people, loyal fans who yeah. are scour the. Well, if they're know. the ones uploading information, what does that tell you? <laughs> um, they can wiki, <laughs> they could be wrong. It's in their blood. Let's say it's the same day, though. Okay. Because it does segue into evening time. Alfredo arrives soon. Yeah, and segues into evening time. Although that is an action-packed day because they go to they go out clubbing. Remember? They, yeah, they, they still have to go out. Fredo and Michael have to go have a banana daiquiri on the patio. Yeah, Fredo has to arrive, then they go out, and then uh, you know they go out super to see Superman. And there are a couple of Hyman Roth scenes in there where Roth meets with Michael. Then they sure. come back to it seems like a lot for an old man. It must be new. It must be... Well, we know the Superman and that part definitely... We know that... Um, yeah, that's the same night as New Year's Eve. That's Does Fredo arrive New Year's Eve? Oh, I don't know. I if don't this know. is if this Superman is New, is New Year's Eve. That is definitely true. Yeah. 
but is does Fredo arrive on New Year's Eve day? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll to pay we'll, we'll to look for mm-hmm. clues in the coming. In the coming was, I can't wait for the scene where Fredo, where he's like, Fredo, where are you going? He's like, I, I want to get me a real drink. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this kind of government knows how to help business to encourage it. The hotel, the hotels, the hotels here are bigger and swankier than any of the rug joints we've put in Vegas. So rug joints. Is it definitely rug joints? This is a the the when you and I watch it, it's it has the uh subtitles on, but they omit that yeah. adjective, so we don't know what it says. Yeah. This is allegedly a transcript of what is said. Mm, okay. So I don't know if this was What does that mean? A rug joint. Like a swanky it's a, such a swanky joint that it has rugs in it. That makes it We'll ask. We'll and we should have done it for this minute, yeah. but um do you think he's referring to the rug that Vito Corleone stole oh. in the in the flashback? You remember in the flashback when Vito stole the rug. <laughs> you know what? We'll ask, we'll answer. I feel like I, we did look this up at one point. I think we did, yeah. Way before it came up. Because it hasn't come up until now, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. put a pin in it for okay. now. Rug joints. Rug joint. <laughs> I never, I'm always accurate about my rug joints. <laughs> I is um, so he says the hotels are bigger and swankier than any the, of the any rug, of the rug joints, joints in Las Vegas. We've put in Vegas. We've put in Vegas. Yeah, and we got thank our friends in the Cuban government, mm-hmm. which has put up half the cash with the Teamsters on a dollar for dollar basis. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that the so the government and um, yeah we gotta do the math so it sounds like the, the mobsters are putting up half the money the teamsters are putting up half the money and the Cuban government is putting up the other half the oh money. really yeah that's oh okay he it. says uh, yeah you're right you're right we can thank our friends in the Cuban government which has put mm-hmm. up half of the cash with oh with the teamsters on a dollar for dollar I basis. originally thought the teamsters so the teamsters are putting up a quarter 25% Right, the government's putting up twenty five, and the rest is because the mobsters have to have some get skin in the game. That's all the. I feel like in, the teamsters are doing. the mobsters. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, they're, a, they're, that's how they're getting the money into Cuba. Yeah, that's that's the that's oh. a pretty well known thing that the teamsters were a, a kind of mob, uh, uh, like a like wandering. Yeah, yeah, type. Jimmy Hoffa and uh, that whole yeah. that whole thing like that. Huh. Um, Great. Uh, oh, anyway, then uh, so so that we can the the which, which has put up half the cash for the teams just on a dollar for dollar basis is mm-hmm. kind of like parenthetical. So if you take that out, it says we can thank our friends in the Cuban government um, has relaxed restrictions on imports. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> one thing that's funny is I when I remember I was telling you I found that PDF of the a different version of the Godfather Two script with yeah. all the stuff in different order. Yeah, yeah. I found this scene. Oh, awesome! And it has an entirely different monologue what? from Hyman Roth, which I can ec- I have an excerpt of it. Yeah. here if you want to hear. Yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It goes a lot more into the into the business end of it. So. Oh, great! Yeah. Um. Well, because that's and that's the end of this minute, right? Well, there's a little bit more okay. Of, of, okay, should, I just, should we just finish up the... Uh, yeah, why don't we finish it up and then we'll What I'm saying that. now is that we have, well, we have what we've always wanted, a partnership with the, with the government. With the government. And then the minute ends when he's, 
holding up his hand and his face is scrunched up in disgust because he's about to say small Small case (laughs) but it just literally ends with him like starting to do that so it's perfectly frozen yeah so here is the alternate version of the Heinrich Roth uh, speech starts off the same I hope my age is correct I'm always accurate about my age uh, he nods and they begin to cut it put uh, put on plates and carry them to a different man. Everything we've learned in Vegas is true here, but we can go farther. The bigger, the swankier, the plusher the store, the more a sense of legitimacy and the bigger business we do. Looking at the plate brought to him. A smaller piece. <laughs> what we propose to the Cuban government is that it put up half the cash on a dollar for dollar basis. It's almost like before the... Ah, <laughs> they didn't like that deal. So that we would, in draft two, that yeah. was what the deal ended up being. Um, what we propose to the Cuban government is that it put up half the cash on a dollar for dollar basis, accepting a smaller piece. Uh, thank you. We can find people in the United States who will put up our share for a small piece of the action. Ah. Yet we will remain in control. And one of the men says, how much? A hundred million dollars. Whoa. But only if this government relaxes its restrictions on importing building materials. (laughs) It's all like getting into like the the, the nuts and literally the nuts and bolts of the deal. Uh, We'll need some more laws too, but that will be no difficulty. It's funny to think that... um, the Cuban government had big restrictions on imports, like limiting imports. Yeah, or just... I would assume that whatever, whatever, like, the... I guess... I would assume that whatever, like, the the rich people wanted, and I assume they would want cheap imports so they could build their mansions or casinos or whatever, but maybe there are local Cuban, like builders and stuff or manufacturers at this point mm-hmm. who, it's still not communism yet so not communist so. yet. um yeah i guess that makes sense that yeah. if they're competing with the locals so we'll need some new laws too but that will be that will be no difficulty another man says what are the import duties now <laughs> Uh, and he uh, says, uh, un- "Uncredited mobster. I th- I thought we could talk about this alone <laughs> later. <laughs> Uncredited mobster. Uh, he's actually listed as another man. Oh, before it was one of the oh. men, and this is another man. <laughs> another man. Uh, what did he ask? <laughs> he said, "What are the import duties now? <laughs> you should know that it's in the executive summary. <laughs> if it's you look easy. at your dot your paperwork, I just gave everyone and everyone's, as much- everyone's place, Matt. You've got an executive summary." <laughs> With a breakdown of all costs. Um, <laughs> how, what are the import duties now? As much as 70%. Whoa. Also, I'm working on an arrangement with the Minister of Labor. So that all of it- Now, Alex, if you'd like to access the bonus content on a dollar-for-dollar basis, you just go to godfatherminute.com slash support, and there you will have find all the content. Not for years. <laughs> <laughs>